in front of an artificial lounge audience. It is now time for the next episode of the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I am Tommy, and that makes me the co-host of the show, along with my good friend, Anthony. How are you today? Great, bro. How is everything in the world of Tommy today? Uh, my world revolves around me, so it's always good. <laughs> it's, it's hard to have a bad day when you're the center of the universe. <laughs> hey, I, I wanted to talk real quick. I remember a, couple, a week ago or 10 days ago, or I don't even know when it was, you were uh, you were throwing something by me in just some random chatter and about something called a super contest. Yes. Which I think is like some super betting extravaganza thing going on in Vegas. Can you tell me more about this? It's the world famous Hilton, well, now Westgate Superbook Contest. I'm surprised you've never heard of this. I've definitely yeah. babbled about this to you before because I've actually I've won some money there never a significant amount right it's this really literally world famous contest that the Hilton started many years ago and I think the guy who really increased its popularity the most probably gosh 10 years ago now was Bill Simmons of ESPN you know we spend a fair amount of time talking about broadcasters and stuff like that i don't think i've ever mentioned bill simmons to you i think i was more of a simmons guy when he was a blogger and never really got into the bill simmons podcast thing right yeah that's actually funny let's let, let me go off a tangent real quick because i got a bill simmons story Please. Five. um yeah like you know like so i think you you and your brother probably introduced me to him. You know, like back in the day, he was like the original Boston sports guy before right. he became world famous, right? Yep. So, and then he wrote some books. He wrote probably the most extensive basketball book ever written. Probably it's actually insane. And I had a met. I, I I went on a book signing with him. Actually, I, well, I didn't go with him. But you, you went know, on when you were doing your yeah. book. Which one of your novels yeah. were you promoting? Yeah. Well, he was just having me forge his signature the whole time. So, you know, oh, okay. Um, but no, yeah, it's, uh, I read that book actually like three times over the years, and it's, it's pretty insane. But yeah, Bill Simmons is a he's, he's speaking of podcasts, like he's one of the he's one of the pioneers. Actually, he was doing a pod before anybody was like like kind of when Adam Carolla started and and uh, Rogan started. It's got a real dirty sound, like a, a rusty steak knife cutting through a well-aged steak. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So yeah, that's my stupid Bill Simmons story. Anyways, well, congrats! You went and saw him at a book signing. But as far as the super contest is concerned, I've always yeah. been about the gambling part of it. And for anyone who's not familiar, the concept is that you pick any five games in the NFL each week against the spread, and at the end of the seventeen-week season, the person with the most points it's one point for a win half point for a push so oh yeah i get it yeah the most the total most total points added up at the end of the season right and the payout um it used to be something where you could make you know 400 500 grand it wasn't this huge well-known thing but after simmons really pushed the popularity of the super contest to to its max they would 
the prize pool would be 1.8, 2. I think it may have made it to 2 million at, at some point, which is not a bad return for 1500 bucks if you can handicap and pick a bunch of winners right. in the NFL. But as I'm sure you know, picking winners in the NFL is not easy. And when you must enter five games each week, I mean, you're going to have some plays that you feel really good about throughout the years, but you're going to heave some shit up there, too. So So it's essentially, sorry to interrupt, but basically it's the same thing we were doing in the Pentagon pool that we did back in the day, right? Exactly. The Pentagon was modeled after the Super Contest. That's exactly right. Okay. All right. I like it. And, you know, I was actually reading a little bit about it because I, you know, you had told me about it and I was like, let me research this and try to figure it out. And it, and... It, it says what you just said, like where there's like an overall winner and then like they paid like top 30 or top 50 or something like that. Um, but it did go on to say that this year, because it's an 18 week schedule, it's, it's a 17 week schedule this year, meaning there's 18 weeks of the regular season right. with bye weeks and whatnot. Right. That's correct. So, uh, I did notice on this week that they're breaking it down to, they're going to have like little mini contests in the season. And, and the total contest. So, like, the $1,000 gets you into all of them, apparently. That's right. So um, they break it up into mini-games now. It's um, it's yeah, changed like, quite a bit from the classic super contest that, that I knew and loved. But that's just development. Gambling is largely legal now in a lot of jurisdictions. So that has increased sure. the market. Other people in Vegas, believe it or not, noticed how popular Westgate was getting with their contests. So now they're Cirque Million, Cirque Survivor. So the market's kind of saturated. So they've kind of recalibrated the Super Contest a bit, which, I mean, I'm, I'm no, uh, what is that, baseball? They're, that's the sport that is most known for the, whatever you call it, the throwbackians. What's the, what are the people who just can't <laughs> handle change and they stomp their feet? Oh, God damn, the designated hitter. Get that pitcher out there to hit. <laughs> but I, um, I, I just kind of roll with it. Um, I would prefer if you gave me a choice. I would take the classic $1,500 entry. I would have it be maybe not as popular as it was when, when Simmons had pushed it through the roof because people who had really just dumb luck runs and, and that might sound haterish and perhaps we'll expand more on what it takes to be a handicapper in the show. Now that I realize we're going to talk about gambling and super contests, there's a method to people who know how to handicap there are some things that you you generally do and then it would be you know bobby the weekender flying in from wherever who listened to simmons there was so much dumb money in the contest and that sounds good when you look at the overall prize was like holy shit we're playing for a lot of money this year but then you realize oh man you know what some of that dumb money just gets hot and there's nothing you can do so without without uh going phil helmuth another reference that i'm sure you can relate to i don't want to be the guy who just stands there pounding the table go you're you're an idiot who just caught cards you're an idiot you're just catching cards you're just catching cards all day while you're talking you know it 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 got me thinking like so they say now i'm gonna go off in a couple tangents real quick so they they say the worst bet at a sports book is the parlay no matter what you're betting it that a three-game parlay is the worst bet you're ever going to make because you're never going to win it in all likelihood, right? Um, the sports book loves those people that bet the parlays, right? Meaning you're stupid if you do it. Um, 
The second worst bet in all of sports is any NFL game, is what they say, right? Because it's very hard to handicap an NFL game um, and whatnot. Like, compared to handicapping a college game, for instance, it's much easier handicapping, you know, whatever, Bama versus go fuck your mother state compared to the Patriots versus the Broncos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I um, think that that's right. That sounds right to me. So, um, anyways, but it, like what you were saying kind of reminds me of it's the difference of playing, like poker, for instance, playing a Hold'em tournament compared to going and playing 3-6. You know, you play 3-6, everybody is just chasing cards, and whoever has the best hand at the end of the at the end of the hand usually wins the hand because nobody's scared nobody's betting them off right so in hold'em you can bet you can bet people away it's basically the same thing what you're talking about that's all that's it that that's my tangent tangents i like it now how does it work like with your picks like um i mean how deep do you want to go into all that stuff obviously i you guys have been making fun of me and my spreadsheets for as long as we've known each other. <laughs> and I will still continue to make said or make make fun of said spreadsheets, bro. 100%. You gotta have a model. Um, you know, as Omar would say, a man's gotta have a code. But if Omar That's is gonna true. play in the contest, a man's gotta have a model. If you're not modeling the picks, then you're just jerking off. You're just throwing darts at a board. You have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I love, I love how in 2021 you just dropped the the wire reference, which goes all the way back to Bill Simmons. He introduced me to the wire. Anyways, all right. It's amazing that you, Omar, Bill, and Danny Gans haven't all been in the same room having a well-aged steak (laughs) with a rusty steak knife at this point. But um, I don't know how much I want to talk about my model. Uh, there's a certain secret, no, no, secret sauce, if you will, that, that you know right. we all use and, and put on that stuff. And I'm not sure you're even asking me to disclose that. But if you no, were, no, I'm not sure. That not. I'm, okay, cool. No, no, definitely, definitely not. Um, uh, I guess uh, I've said uh, way too many times in the last 38 seconds. I, I was more interested in just the whole premise of it which I, I obviously i got the premise of it now that's pretty cool if i can take us down memory lane i i certainly had a season where i was in the top 15 for gosh 13 weeks and it was like oh man man i might i might bink this thing i might bink this thing and it it just collapsed it, so i don't know is that a good a good time for a break Right there, let's take a break a little yeah. bit and talk about the psychology. Yes. And discipline, discipline, discipline. Before the break, I was talking about discipline. And for me, my own worst enemy in the contest has always been lack of discipline. For me, it's easy to get outside the guardrails if I don't have a co-manager, if you will. Is that even the right term? A co-owner of my super contest entry. 
Not in the sense that I'm asking somebody to split the entry fee with me, but just somebody to make sure that I'm staying within the rails of my own fucking model and system. So it, it obviously won't be a one-to-one correlation for you in the, in the contest context, but I got to ask you, homie, how often do you know what you're doing? You have a system, you have a model, and yet you fight with yourself because you just want to go do something wild and wacky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we, I can just, I, I, I can, ugh, I can't even talk right now. Um, we've both done enough picks over the years to where you get the, the easiest term to make everybody understand is tunnel vision. You get you get tunnel vision, and like I do a playing pool, I have a shot that I I just did it on Saturday, and I had tunnel vision. I was like, I saw where I needed the cue ball to go, and I did that, but knowing better because I knew I was going to scratch. I knew I was going to scratch, and I still did it. Right, I had tunnel vision. Uh, if I may jump in right there, just real quick, yeah. because that's that's such an awesome parallel for people who have never met the lovely Anthony. I've known this guy for as long as I've known anyone um, without hyperbole or, or exaggeration. You are as good of a, a pool, a billiards player as I have ever seen. Like the things that you can do on the table and the way that you play junior and you and that crew, but even junior, I mean, I love him to death. Obviously he's my bro, but dude, you are even a level above that. So that's, that's, really interesting so i want to get back on point here and close my interruption but what is it that makes you do something against discipline 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 anthony why are you so undisciplined scratching on that shot when you know not to do it if i was talking about somebody else instead of myself i would say it's narcissism but <laughs> but not you <laughs> but not me oh no, right? no no but it is it's 1000% ego is all it is it it's 1000% ego and now let's let's take it back to picking games i've done it you've done it i've seen both of us do it multiple times where i'm riding high on whatever it is it's it's 3 weeks in a row i had the titans with the number and I and I got it three weeks in a row, right? So instead of just assuming that, well, it worked for three weeks because of the matchups they had those three weeks, right? I just assume it's gonna keep working. I'm just gonna roll with it because I'm A, I'm a sports fanatic, so that means I'm, I'm superstitious as fuck already, <laughs> right? So I'm not gonna change the recipe. I gotta still keep betting the same guys. And, and that's just it's just you know I say narcissism ego it's it's more just you gotta stop being dumb you like, you cannot outthink your your next move like I, everything's right in front of you if you go by your system whatever your said system would be right. that got you there yep. just just roll with it just roll with it don't overthink it you know, you overthink it, and then oh shit, I just lost seven out of eight games. I, it's you know? amazing the way it happens. It just it, and once the spiral starts, it gets incredibly difficult to pull out of it. And it's like all you have to do is stick to what you do, 
but that becomes the hardest thing in the world. It's like, you know what I need to do right now? I, I, I've got to lead. I've got to go to game theory. I've got to change the entire way I've approached this because now I have something to protect and, and then it just collapses and it might be narcissism and ego because I've got a healthy amounts of those things, but it, it might also just be stupidity. It might just be, you know, the moment gets too big for you almost. Right. It's, it's, um, it's one of those classic things to bring it back into the world of sport. And the, the thought that came to my mind, it was two years ago now, I believe, that the Bills lost to the Texans and the moment was just too big for Josh Allen and he just fumbled. His, his shit just got all discoordinated. You know, one of the most elite athletes in the world got completely discoordinated at the worst possible time. It's just, there's no other way to say it. Like, Chuck Knobloch does not forget how to throw the ball to first base. There's something else involved. Like, some some other glitch goes off. It's, it's very interesting. Well, yeah, and that, I'm glad you said that about those two clowns because, you know, we, we, if you're a golfer, everybody knows the term the yips, right? But that, that's, I mean, that the yips happens for everybody in every, in anything. The yips, the yips definitely happens to sports gamblers as well. I've seen it. Yes. I, like, I am a yipper. I have yipped. I'm <laughs> yom yipper. Oh, uh, good. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it really goes back. For me, it's ego. I know it, I know it 1,000% because I have convinced myself that, oh, I've outsmarted everybody. <laughs> I have picked at a 72% clip in three straight weeks. I am Superman. Nobody can touch me. And then I just, I just, that, that's it. That right there, it's over. It's over. I won't, I won't pick, I won't pick more than, Five percent right the rest of the season at that point, you know what I mean, and I literally have a better chance of throwing darts. So yeah, ego I think is is just get out of your own way. It's incredibly hard to build a failsafe for that, like a safety net, because it's not right. like you can hand the pool cue to me and say, "Hey man, my my head's not right right now." Tommy, come in and take the shot because I, I'm gonna duff it. I can't play pool, and it's not like I can just you know turn over my model to somebody else they don't know how to run the inputs and stuff like that so when it's a highly personalized like golf like i don't think there's yips as much in in basketball or or something like that because you just pass it with with ben simmons is ben simmons the yip of basketball like oh fuck that man i ain't shooting well yeah he is clearly the yips of of the nba right now he can't He doesn't shoot because he he knows they're gonna foul him, and he literally can't make a free throw to save his life. Right. So that's a definite head case because he can shoot. I mean, he's not a great shooter, but he can shoot. But he's so much in his head that like he's convinced himself that I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not gonna not gonna take a chance on being that guy. You know, it's bad, but at the same time, it's almost comforting to know that people at all levels experience the phenomenon of the yip. Uh, let's get one more break and come back with a final segment and see if either of us have any solutions for yipping you. I'm not even sure why we're doing this segment. 
if I had the answer to how to avoid yips, I would certainly be selling it to you in an, in convenient monthly installments. So I got nothing. Could you bail me out of this segment? Here's me handing you the pool cue. Get us out of this. Well, when it comes to, and maybe it works for everything. So like, you know, pool's not necessarily active sport or anything like that, but you know, it's not physical, but it, it's very, very mental, just like golf. Um, and uh, what all the pros will tell you is drink water and take deep breaths. Breathe, 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 breathe. You always see that in active sports. Like, oh, make sure you breathe. Make sure you drink some water, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, that's just a good thing. It keeps your head clear, keeps your blood flowing, and it makes you think about what you're doing. Um, I'm not sure if that'll work in the sense of super psychotherapy when it comes to picking football games. I'm not sure but. either, but I like the idea. The the idea of a calming sip of water and maybe some breath techniques. Right. But I think I think it is a and there's probably no necessarily necessary cure for, you know, losing your fucking shit right. in the heat of battle. But it's, uh, whatever's gonna zen you out I think is kind of what I would do like for me if I'm playing in a you know a pool tournament and it's like you know maybe I'm playing for a lot of money let's say I, I do I, I get really nervous sometimes and I, I really gotta like just step back and like just take it all in just step back take some breaths have a drink of water or a shot of vodka whatever a shot of vodka. Um, <laughs> wow most people aren't shooting vodka these days but I like it I'll, I'll have a kettle rock <laughs> twist myself thank you <laughs> But, you know, just whatever's going to kind of just get you out of the moment in the sense of get you out of your head for a little bit and then just get back to work. <laughs> 